0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Oh, from our nation's capital, it is uh, Tuesday, June 19, 2018. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, I'm Bob. How you doing? What's happening? Hello, Bob. Hi. Uh, We're brought to you each and every week by Bubble Genius, and now the Bubble Genius Showcase out of the week. Primary elections are underway, and the midterms will be here before you can say, impeach Trump. And now you can remind yourself to vote every time you wash by picking up Bubble Genius's vote soap. It's a five-ounce bar of sweet-smelling soap, artistically carved into the shape of the word VOTE, with a third of the proceeds going to resistance candidates across the country. Only $7 from Bubble Genius, but use our promo code BOBC. Write it down. 15% off your entire order, only from BubbleGenius.com. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Check out Bowen, the cover of South Magazine's Power Issue, where he's listed as one of the South's greatest lawyers. You can also find Bo at thebowenlawgroup.com or click Bo Bowen's picture on the podcast page, holding his old timey telephone. Okay, on today's show, we'll dig into Trump's crimes against humanity on the border. Uh, plus, John Kelly believes Trump might go nuts, triggering an impeachment. Keep the faith, Bob. So, there is some good news today. Uh, and we have information about how you control Paul Manafort while he's in jail. <laughs> All that and more on the way, and now let the cartoons begin.
0: Casting from Resistance Headquarters Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables Never give up, never surrender This is the Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com These are the latest pictures from the Mars probe NASA's most recent triumph in space Now NASA embarks
1: on its most daring and exciting project yet On July 4th of this year, America will blow up the moon
0: we have the technology. America can, should, must, and will blow up the moon.
1: And we'll be doing it during a full moon, so we make sure we get it all. Blowing up the moon fever has gripped the entire country, including the president himself, Guy Whitey-Corngood. Let's do this. We are just ecstatic, our whole family.
2: We're going to have a party and watch the moon blow up. I'm going to bake a cake in the shape of the
1: moon blowing up. Look out, moon.
2: We could not talk or
0: talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob
3: Seska Show.
1: Okay, here we go today. How you doing? Trump Crisis Day 516, 139 days until the 2018 midterms. Oh look, right over there. Oh my god, it's Buzz Burbank. Buzz, hello, hello, hello.
0: Hi! Hi! Thank you, Bob. Thank you, everybody. Uh, it's good to be here. If you don't <laughs> mind, today I would uh, like to uh, I would like to begin uh, with a, a Bible passage. Oh, uh, great! Yeah, this is a little known <laughs> chapter. Uh, I love Bible passages. A, a little known chapter in which Moses goes nuts and, uh, <laughs> and and he says, "You'll get the kids back when I get my wall." <laughs>
1: That's how the Bible taught us to do everything, right? Like use That's children right. as uh as pawns and a and yes. a not so elaborate. You know, how did he ever think that we weren't gonna notice that he was using children as little uh, uh checkers pieces on a board to move around? I mean, it's just like, oh, oh, what what's his strategy here? I don't know. It's all so complicated. Like it's right out of the Frank Underwood playbook. Is no, no, no. This is of course Trump being a big fat idiot pandering to his, uh, bigoted base.
0: Here's and, his mistake. Here's yeah, his mistake yeah. in my opinion. And that is he forgot that everyone else has a heart.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and in shocking places, believe it or not, judge Napolitano on Fox uh-huh. news channel coming out against this policy. You know, the thing is though, as the Republicans line up and say, oh, yes, we hate this. We don't like it when you're separating families and putting children into cages. We don't. But, you know, what they're all doing, of course, is they're pushing for funding for the wall. And, we, you know, there's lots right. of little little traps along the way here. And my concern is that this whole issue is just going to go away, either by the Democrats acquiescing and funding the wall in order to get the children reunited with their families, or if we just stop paying attention and suddenly some other disaster uh, emerges, ejaculates out of the fire hose of news, and and here we are with some other thing. I mean, because it was
0: only, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know, because it seems like it, it seems like just a few days ago we were talking about uh, Trump's charitable foundation <laughs> being used as a slush fund and oh, how he saluted the North Korean uh, officer and so forth. That was Thursday,
0: and now we don't even remember that crap you know well uh, you know listen uh, when you say we uh, if you're talking about the general public generally uh yeah yeah, i you know there's just too much to keep track of you and i are doing our best to stay on top of everything and that is proving to be a full-time job in itself (laughs) and to expect citizens expect uh, uh, people with jobs and families and lives unlike us uh you know uh, to expect them to to keep up with that and follow along is is asking too much of them the good news is you and I are watching. Journalists are watching. Prosecutors are watching. And uh, the fact that the case you referred to has been referred to the IRS and the Federal Election Commission, yeah. uh, these are not going away. Uh, they may slip from the top of our consciousness. But kids, uh, I, God, I hate to use the word Trump, but kids Trump everything. Yeah. Kids kids beat every other player on the board. And I don't know how soon this is going to go away. Uh, Trump has dug in. He He's not changing his position, but this opposition is overwhelming and something somewhere has to give, Mm -hmm. even if it means uh, the Republican Congress taking on the president, which uh, maybe could happen.
1: Yeah, well of course now ProPublica has completely changed the debate by releasing these horrifying sounds of these incarcerated children asking for their mothers and their fathers and not understanding what's going on. One of the children uh, with a phone number of their aunt inside the Mm -hmm. United States and trying to pass along this information to these uh, immigration officials who are in the process of mocking and teasing them as they're going through this traumatic event that they will never forget. I mean, these children will be permanently scarred to some degree by the fact that we have separated them from their parents by the thousands. Again, I mean, this is so important, Buzz, to emphasize how different this is from whatever it was the Obama administration was doing,
0: and <laughs> I, I, shouldn't we be comparing it more to Japanese internment camps or exactly. maybe concentration camps? Yeah. I, I think I think we're comparing at the wrong end of the scale when you compare it to what uh, the Obama administration did. But uh, the contrast is is appalling. Yeah, it's appalling. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what we're getting. I mean, this is what we're hearing from Stephen Miller, and this is what we're hearing from Fox News Channel. That's what we're hearing from uh, uh, Trump uh, administration officials. This, this is all. Oh well, what about? Obama, why Obama was putting children in cages. Well, you know, there's a huge difference between these two things. And and right off the the top here on the show, I want to make sure we absolutely underscore and highlight the differences between what Obama was doing and what Trump is doing as a matter of policy. So first of all, there is no law. Of course, we've all been talking about this for the last several days.
0: And let me just interject here before you can, because I I do want to hear the rest of this. I'm I'm not trying to derail you. But, uh, you know, uh, this is all based on lies this is based on lie upon lie upon lie upon lie and uh, we'll we'll try to count the lies as we go along in the show today that have come up but but please continue with this first opening lie
1: oh yeah yeah well the the first big lie is that there is some sort of law and then the second big lie is that there is no policy that they've invented even though we have and this is again going going back to this commonly used refrain which is that this is gaslighting what they're telling us is that what we're seeing with our own two eyes what we're hearing Uh with our ears is not true and it's not valid uh in fact we have (laughs) documentation that jeff sessions signed the policy we have we have john kelly on cnn talking about how they're Launching this policy. This all happened last month. I mean, this started last month, for God's sake. It's not ancient history.
0: Right. This is what they said they were going to do. I think we were appalled that they actually did it.
1: First of all, the, the difference between how the Obama administration handled migrants and asylum seekers coming across the border is they didn't prosecute all of them. I mean, that's the that's the huge right. difference. The change that happened, the policy change was we are now going to have a zero-tolerance policy. We are going to prosecute every adult human being that steps over the border. That is and, how yeah. this all changed. And of course, when you go to prosecute someone, you mm-hmm. you have to put them into the justice system, which means putting them into federal prisons And then at the same time, in order to put them into a federal prison, you have to take their children away and put them somewhere. And that's where we get Camp Padre and all of these euphemisms and and the things that they're talking about as far as uh, housing these kids and and these horror shows that we're watching uh, on television go by every day. Um, And that is the major difference between all of these things, because... What Obama was doing was, you know, Trump calls it uh, pejoratively catch and release, where someone comes across the border, we would either send them back, or if they had committed some crime beyond the misdemeanor of crossing the border, then we would prosecute them. And that's where they would be separated from their children. But it wasn't by the thousands. It wasn't categorical. It wasn't across the board where every adult human being that crosses the border Are therefore prosecuted. And that is the huge difference. That is why we we have this crisis now.
0: And we we all agree this is new. This has never happened before. This has just happened in the last six weeks under the Trump Sessions administration.
1: Snopes right here says there is no federal law that stipulates that children and parents be separated at the border, no matter how families entered the United States. An increase in child detainees separated from parents stemmed directly from a change in enforcement policy repeatedly announced by Sessions in April and May of 2018, under which Adults with or without children are criminally prosecuted for attempting to enter the United States. Again, what we're talking about are misdemeanors. Meanwhile, Denise Gilman, a law professor who directs the immigration clinic at the University of Texas School of Law, said immigration attorneys, quote unquote, occasionally saw separated families under the Obama administration. However, she said these uh, families were usually reunited quite quickly once identified. She said, even if that meant release of a parent from adult detention. And what we're seeing now and what we heard last night in the news and on Rachel Maddow's show and so on is that a lot of these parents are being sent back, deported back to their place of origin in this case, in, in some cases, in fact, uh, Honduras and other Central American countries without their kids, where their kids right. are remaining behind right. because there is no mechanism to reunite right. the children with their parents. Exactly. On. Un- Goddamn
0: believable. So, yeah, and the other catch-22 uh, worth in- interjecting here is that uh, the Trump administration is telling uh, approaching migrants yeah. that if they want to enter this country for asylum, they must go to an official checkpoint. Right. And so they go to the official checkpoint where they are told, sorry, we're closed. Yeah. And so then they go around the checkpoint, cross the border, and are arrested and separated from the kids. And as you said, there is no mechanism. for reuniting these families that we're tearing apart.
1: So that brings us back to... ProPublica and Ginger Thompson and this sound, which I'm not going to play on the show. If you want to hear the sound, I put it into my uh, my banter article from yesterday, and you can listen to it there.
0: I listen it's all to it. social media as well. Yeah, I'm not yeah. using it in my show this week either. It's it's plenty available, and it's very hard to listen to.
1: Very very hard to listen to. I listened to it maybe three times, once intentionally, and twice by accident as I was mm-hmm. watching <laughs> cable news right. last night. Right. You couldn't avoid it. That sound just, I I don't even want to use the word, but it, yeah, God, it triggered something in me, and I think Mm -hmm. uh, all of us who listen to it, as as something instinctive in our bodies, in our minds, in our souls, that want to protect and reach out and help these kids, and, and really manage to, beyond all of that, underscore how horrible this is. And knowing that this is all happening, because Donald Trump stood before his army of red hats and said, I'm going to build a wall and I'm going to make Mexico pay for it. Well, you know who's paying for it? These children are paying for it with their lives. They're being yeah, incarcerated. But, it's, but,
0: but the cost of, of incarcerating them is, is being paid for by the American people. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I understand what you're saying. It's uh, a human uh, cost uh, here is it, what we're talking is. about. It and, is. And, and what what I know that so many Trump supporters don't understand Yeah. Uh, And don't want to hear and don't want to know is that these people are running for their lives. They're running because a member of their family has been killed and they think they're next. Uh, And uh, the United States has always granted asylum to people in that predicament. And uh, this is just this is this is racism uh, at its at its worst. This is this is as close to Nazi Germany as I hope we ever get again in this country. Yeah. Uh, how we keep falling back in this, I don't know. I guess it's because the hate never goes away. No. Uh, and and that hate, of course, is built on ignorance. With uh, Trump and Nielsen uh, repeating the lie over and over again yeah. uh, that that uh, that uh, we're bringing criminals into this country. These are people running for their lives in the vast, vast, vast majority of cases. Uh, overwhelmingly, these are people uh, trying to protect their own lives and the lives of their children. And and for Trump to say, you know, these are criminals and rapists and, and killers who are coming into the country, and for Nielsen to echo that, and for Trump to then lie on top of that lie and say that uh, crime is up in Germany uh, since uh, the waves of immigration there, when exactly the opposite of that is true. Crimes down in Germany uh, at its lowest point in 25 years. It's dropped over 5% in the last year. Uh, a violent crime down by 12 13%. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the lies do not get any bigger than this. Of all the lies this man has told at the rate of six a day since he took office, these are the worst of those lies. I've never been angrier, and I know that a lot of people— uh, feel the same way uh, mm-hmm. that, that we've never been angrier about what we're witnessing yeah. now. And I don't see us letting it go any more than I see Trump backing down. He's not going to back down, but by God, neither are we. And,
1: and you know, look, even if there were MS-13 uh, a gang members streaming across the borders, they're trying to tell us that there are, in which there aren't. I mean, what we're talking about are isolated incidences where gang members are coming through. And and again, We're not talking about a massive trend of things happening. We're not being invaded by an army right now. That is not happening. Well, I mean,
0: 15,000 people have come across, and that's worth mentioning, too, because uh, if this is, in fact, as it is supposed to be, an effort to discourage immigration to this country, it isn't working on top of everything else. On (laughs) top of being cruel, uh, migration is up by 2% uh, Mm -hmm. so far this year. Uh, So it's not only—we're getting the opposite result— And we're getting it in the cruelest, most Hitler-like fashion imaginable. Yeah, but I
1: mean, even if there was crime happening, and there were MS-13 right. operatives coming through, and, and gang members coming through, the fact of the matter is, is that what we're doing is we're trading American values for this radical border policy that Trump has. It's a sellout move that destroys our national character, it besmirches mm-hmm. our global reputation for the sake of pander- just pandering to the bigot vote. That's what this is all about. We're embar- Trump is embarrassing the country and destroying our National character, so that his bigot red hats have someone to vote for in November.
0: You, you want know, to know what it would be like if Dick Cheney had become president? This is it. These are the seeds planted by Dick Cheney. Exactly if think, right. If you think back, this is one. Na- I sorry to keep quoting your book, but this is one nation <laughs> under fear, yeah, and right. and and it was the modus operandi of the W administration uh, under under Dick Cheney to uh, use fear. To get what they wanted, yeah, and uh, this administration has taken that to a higher level. Uh, this this idea of using fear uh, to, to motivate rednecks to say uh, criminals and rapists and killers are coming into this country, uh, and we've got to stop it at you know at whatever means possible, and and it's just it's unbelievable uh, as we always observe the number of people who support that
1: yeah it's staggering and when you look back to that administration you look back to the actions of bush and cheney during the bush years and yeah there was indefinite detention and yeah there was a a torture policy that they implemented to justify the
0: iraq war they used uh, falsely founded fear yep exactly right trump trump is doing that same thing with immigrants now only bigger well the problem
1: is is that Back then, with the, the the policy of rendering people to to torture chambers and so on, that was mostly done to adult men and and even though it was still bad and i 'm not excusing what they did don 't get me wrong right. on this, do not misquote me. The problem and they is, were suspects they, yes. they, they were of course suspects who were suspected in in crimes that in, included terrorism, and so on. The right. problem is though what we 're talking about now are children, children right. as young as four right. years old in some cases, right. maybe even younger than that. Being stripped away from their parents, away from their mothers, having their sh- shoelaces taken out for fear of uh, suicide attempts, and for the sake of again stirring up the bigot vote, and and it's and it appears to be at least working for the Fox News crowd. I don't know how more how broadly it is as far as its its reach and its ability to uh, to, to rally the base to uh, to turn out and, and vote in November. Well, that remains yeah. to be seen, of course. But for now what we know is that it's, uh, it's only moderately popular in the on the Republican side. Only about 55% right. of Republicans support it. And while it's still obscene that 55% of Republicans support this policy, it's not as great. I mean, if you look at some of the other policies that Trump has implemented, you've got 90% support among Republicans. So something that is withdrawn to that level, certainly shows a little bit of blood in the water, and I hope that is actually the case.
0: Yeah, uh, the CBS uh, poll had uh, slightly different results. It, it showed that two-thirds of the country, 67%, are against the child snatching policy, uh, including 90% of Democrats. It divided Republicans. uh, Two categories are listed uh, for and against the policy, and uh, Republican support for the policy is at 36%. A little over one in three Republican voters think this is a great idea snatching kids from their folks. Uh, 39% of Republican voters in the CBS poll think it's a bad idea, but that still leaves about a third of Republican voters who didn't pick a side. That's yep. right. They couldn't. When it came to kids Jesus being kidnapped Christ. and abused, they couldn't take a side. So a third of Republicans can't take a side. Uh, a third of Republicans think a, a child snatching is a great idea, uh, and only one third of Republicans think it's a bad idea. 90% of Democrats think it's a bad idea. 67% of the country overall. Uh, and and uh, I believe that poll. I, I think that's probably pretty a pretty accurate read on it.
1: What is... Child snatching, is that something you just came up with, or is that something that's going around? Because I think that's no, a great that's, way to put it.
0: Well, thank you. No, that's, that's my... That's, excellent that's my frame. That's my version. I mean, you can call it kidnapping. You can call it s- uh, child snatching. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Literally snatching children from yep. their mother's arms. Yep. So I think it's fair to call it that. Thank you. Yes, that's mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, you may have it. <laughs> and and the, the worst part about it, because I, I think we need to use that phrase. I think uh-huh. family separation or the separation yeah, policy uh-huh, or something like that... Uh-huh. That she I mean, it. obviously, it is what it is, but but I mean, you have to frame these things in the right way. That's going to get the message out to the most number of people. Well, and if you start is, calling
0: I, it kidnapping or, yeah, <laughs> or child right. snatching.
1: I think is a great way to frame it from yeah. a uh, from a message point of view.
0: Well, let's in my view. I mean, I'm I'm from the Midwest, and uh, that to me, uh, that's not partisan. That's calling it like it is. And there you uh, go. It's just, that's what I see. Child snatching. It's what I see. So uh,
1: Laura Ingram said the children are living in summer camps kirsten nielsen said yesterday oh the kids have videos oh so that makes it all so much better they have videos oh that's so great maybe i'll go and sign up and watch videos with them i've never
0: wanted to slap a human being (laughs) as much as i want to slap kirsten nielsen right I, I can't I, I you know I I'm I speechless yeah. at, at the lie upon lie that she has told. Right, uh, it's just it's unconscionable. It's just I can't even imagine. And you know how I feel about Jeff Sessions right now. Oh my god! So, yeah, yeah. I, Je-
1: I, J- Jeff Sessions. There's, there's a...
0: something involving Mr. Sessions and his family Bible that I would like to, to do <laughs> an experiment <laughs> just to see if it'll fit.
1: You, you texted it to me, and that's uh, yes. and, and and you know who's getting away with this, who's not necessarily in the firing line, who needs to be, and that's uh, S- Stephen Miller with his lifeless eyes.
0: Lifeless eyes. Black eyes, like a doll's eyes. He's telling Trump to stick to his guns. Not that, as I said, at this point, as much as Trump has dug in, there's no way He's gonna back down on this because yeah. that would involve him either admitting that he was wrong, or admitting that he was mistaken, or admitting that he lied, and he's not gonna do any of those things. He's painted himself into a corner yeah. on this. So it's gonna take it's gonna take outside force <laughs> to uh to take care of this, you know, to fix this mess that he has made.
1: He is never going yeah, he is never gonna change his mind on this. Trump is not going to back down on this front. He is gonna stick with it until either the Democrats acquiesce or until we stop paying attention and then he quietly changes the policy that's where this gets really insane because donald trump's really good at giving us stuff that will outrage us and 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 occupy the news cycle for a set period of time and then force then and then it goes away yes there is there's the space force, and that was that was a major attempt to do that yeah Never mind the kids, look, a Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And so, uh, you know, we have that to play with, and, uh-huh, and uh-huh. you know, now I'm, I'm fully convinced that they're deliberately adding misspellings to his tweets to get <laughs> us to focus on that, at least as far as the uh, political Twitter goes, where, you know, it's just like every single one seems like. There was one today where he did the there, there, there thing wrong. And, right, you know, right. And, and so they're using all kinds of methods and techniques to distract us and scramble the playing field In that strategy, in that gambit, he could very well end up keeping this policy ad infinitum. Yeah. I don't know when yeah. it can end Well,
0: and, and we have to be careful what we pay attention to. Yeah. So he can't spell border. We know that. We've known that for some time. <laughs> that is border. no longer news and therefore no, no longer of interest to me. Right. Uh, you know, we, we know that we have an illiterate president period, end of discussion. Let's move on to the next and more important thing. So if we don't allow ourselves to be distracted by space force or misspellings, uh, then, then we we don't lose track. And like I said, when it comes to these other things, whether it's the uh, potentially devastating lawsuit by the state of New York against the Trump uh, Foundation uh, or uh, the investigation by Robert Mueller, those things don't change. Those things don't go away. He can make all the monkey noises he wants to. And uh, those things are going to continue. So if uh, the prosecutors and the journalists keep doing their job and we all try to pay attention to the things that are important and ignore space. Force and and misspellings and those kinds of things. We can focus on in this case the kids right now, which I think is our most pressing issue, really, because it's our humanitarian duty. You were talking about that that instinctual feeling you had that uh, hearing that tape got to part of you that you maybe didn't even realize you had. All of us, whether we're parents or not, have that sort of paternal, maternal instinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, all mammals are protective of baby mammals. It's just it's just how we all operate and and so that's that's a natural response whether you have kids or you don't have kids and, and and i think that point's worth making to say that you don't have to have kids to have a have a stake in this argument
1: yeah no all you have to have been is a child yourself if you remember right. back to when you were can you imagine right. when you were 2 or 3 years old and suddenly yes. your your parents disappear and some strange men drag you off and stick you in a uh, in a chain link fence cage somewhere that is going well, to be something that sticks with you, that is going. We're gonna to be- have
0: to. We're gonna have to debate the meaning of the word "cage." Y- yeah, that's. Uh, right. I don't know if you caught that, but some Republicans uh-huh. have been saying, "Well, they're not really cages." Uh, Stephen Stephen <laughs> yeah. Colbert. Stephen Colbert wrapped that up beautifully by saying, uh, "You." know you're on the wrong side of history if you find yourself debating the meaning of the word cage.
1: Yeah, that happened on Fox and Friends just yesterday morning right. where Steve Doocy was like, they're not cages, they're pens. Right. oh, oh p- right. pens. That's that much makes better. It so, oh, so keeping much the kids better. in pens. <laughs> well, now,
0: you know. So, uh, back
1: to uh, Stephen Miller. Of course, this guy has said that the Trump administration is planning additional immigration crackdowns before mm-hmm. the midterm election. So, sure. this has only gotten started, and Donald Trump, obviously, his calculus, his dummy doofus gambit here is going to be, oh, this is going to bring out the vote in the midterms. This is going to stir up all of the bigots, and they're all going to go and vote for Trump candidates in the the midterms. And I don't think that's going to work. I mean, Obviously, we're in a new paradigm now where it's very, very difficult to predict how things are going to move one way or another, especially when we have all these extenuating circumstances, Russia, uh, voter suppression, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this strategy is going to help him because I think Republicans no. are
0: barely hanging on right now with this I thing. think you're I- right. I think you're right. I think, I th- you know, we. you and I, I mean, you've always said it, that uh, Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Yeah. Well, I think if you st- t- keep stay, t- keep. Taking steps back from the forest, uh, I'm, I'm getting a little excited, a little worked <laughs> up. If you can't tell, if you keep taking steps back from the forest and and look at that bigger picture, you could see the overarching way in yep. which Trump is hurting Trump. He's he's killing himself uh, in terms of a presidency here, uh, and and uh, you know we 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 can only we're going to get hurt in the process and we can only endure so much of that which is brings us always back to hurry muller mm-hmm. but uh, and i i think that's going to get wrapped up soon the question is how much more crap is trump going to do between now and then
1: well i uh i urge you to go and listen to the audio recordings of the the children in uh one of the internment camps and then send it to all your friends seriously circ- yes. circulate yeah. this and get it around because wide. yeah again republicans is, democrats everybody this is a case where one news article where one intrepid reporter mm-hmm. has Completely altered this debate, and again, you gotta give a you gotta give a round of applause to uh, uh, who is it? Ginger Thompson from from Propublica. ProPublica. I say it ProPublica right. sometimes. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure why.
0: Well, that's the dirty way to say it, That's yes. <laughs> That is definitely
1: the dirty way to say it. Uh, but, you know, she has changed this in a way that I think cuts across yeah. ideological boundaries. It cuts through the She and online that photographer,
0: childhood. she and that Pulitzer Prize winning photographer who got yeah. the, the shot of the, the crying toddler in a little yeah. red dress, uh, they, they both have contributed a lot to this debate. And, and you were talking about, uh, you relate to this in terms of, of a child, having been a child once. Uh, imagine yourself being the six-year-old girl on that tape that mm-hmm. you're listening to. Would would I, would you, I, I, I'll i ask this of myself, would I have had the presence of mind at six uh, to be that persistent in identifying officials and sharing with them each and every time that phone number to try to get that call made? Could I, I, the... Grown-up dedication and really almost mature way that she handles that is uh, impressive to me. She's six, for crying out loud. She's separated from her family. She's in a strange place around strange people who have been told not to touch her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so none of the children get touched by any of the adults, uh, except when absolutely necessary and under supervision. I mean, I understand that some of that is to protect the kids, but that also means they aren't getting hugs, and they aren't getting <laughs> yeah. comfort, they aren't getting a hand on their shoulder.
1: Well, again, and they're being severely traumatized. And I used yes. in my uh, Daily Banter article from yesterday, I used the word torture in there to define... Yeah. What Amnesty this is International
0: used that same word, yes. Yep. yep, and I
1: think that's another word that I think is applicable here. I think crimes against humanity is a phrase that we can also yep. use to describe this because, I mean, if you look up the definition of crimes against humanity, this absolutely applies. This is mm-hmm. something that I wouldn't wish on our worst enemies. And, and if we saw another nation doing this, we would be pointing and we would be scolding them and we would be p- oh, possibly yeah. sanctioning them. Uh, for their behavior. I mean, certainly if we saw Russia doing something similar with children and putting children into internment camps. Are you kidding me? I mean, with any other president, we would certainly sanction them. And, and maybe even with this president, and, knowing that his own department and, head seem to be and, uh, handing out sanctions without his uh, authorization. And,
0: and again, we have to ask ourselves, what anger brought us to this point Yeah, uh, you ask yourself how does Trump have the amount of support that he has for such an inhumane program yeah. and the answer is and we, we, we touched on this before there are a lot of really really angry people out there angry almost to the point of violence mm-hmm. and they are vengeful and they are so angry they are in no mood for logic or information or discussion yeah. uh it's this sort of individual mob mentality. it's individuals who, who within their own minds and bodies are carrying pitchforks and 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 uh, torches and and they're they're on a rampage uh mm-hmm. so much of America is on this anger rampage right now, yeah. and they love the cruelty I see it. I still see it on social media. I see it in traffic when I'm driving, and and you see it in our political debate. There is this seething, simmering anger uh, that has infected the country, and how how we deal with that, I don't know. I, I hope someone does. Oh my God! Did you just hear that thunder? It I just, did. I I, I did. It it's, just, the, it's the one sound effect I can hear today. I know. I'm having uh, I'm having trouble with my
1: sound effects machine as I normally do. <laughs> so we're running without it, and I'm using my sound effects machine on my actual computer, which you can't hear except for nice. that loud
0: loud booming sound. that uh, nice punctuated. job with the thunder. Let me just say that. Nice job <laughs> nice. with the thunder.
1: Really, really nice timing. So Good I guess job. on that note, let's. Uh,
0: Oh, wrong! That's I, I, a couple of different buttons there. Let's
1: try this button. All right. Uh, so we can talk about beach body on demand. Uh, you know, as as the thunderstorm approaches the Washington D.C. area, let's get ready to go to the beach. And I, I can tell you this: I have been. So thrilled with my time spent uh, using Beachbody On Demand and the workouts that they have available there. I have lost five pounds so far on the, and this is a new uh, workout program I've been using uh, at Beachbody On Demand, the Lift 4 program with trainer Joel Freeman. It's high-intensity interval training cardio. That's H-I-I-T, for those of you who are in the know. 60 days, 40 minutes per day, and I have lost five pounds doing that, five pounds of body fat. I haven't been losing muscle mass, which is fantastic. That's exactly the sort of thing I'm looking for. Beachbody On Demand is the online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a huge variety of effective, world-class workouts, personalized just for you. And that's what I like most about it, because I can get something that I'm specifically looking for, So, a workout that matches my goals. Beachbody On Demand also offers extensive nutrition guidance, which is also super important, because if you're not eating right, none of this works. Beachbody On Demand is accessible on any internet-connected computer, phone, tablet, or TV, so you can even use it when you travel. Short on time, Beach Body On Demand workouts can be as quick as 10 minutes or last more than an hour. There's a program for every fitness level and workouts range from cardio to weights, yoga, low impact, and even dance. 600 different workouts that you can sort by type or choose a favorite trainer. I've lost, again, five pounds. And because abs are made in the kitchen, Beach Body On Demand offers nutritional guidance, a wide choice of recipes, and so on. A free trial gets you all 600 workouts and their nutrition info. But you'll want to keep going with a subscription that's cheaper than a gym membership. At least sign up for a, a total access free trial. But you have to text the code BOBC to 303030 to get this. No spaces, just text BOBC to 303030 to get Beachbody on demand. Get ready, get going, go do it right now. You'll never regret it, and I haven't either.
0: The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Yes, it is. Welcome back today. Thank you for joining us. Uh,
0: Coming up a little later, a Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down for Donald Trump.
1: (laughs) Well, and he's not. He's not. He's just going to keep going and going and going. He was doing another speech today in which he, uh, like, tripled down on on this entire policy, uh, despite growing opposition to it, and, and rightfully so. Uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah, well, of course, today the U.S. Uh, withdrew from the UN Human Rights Council. Lost interest in that topic, <laughs> yeah. clearly. Right. Even though all four first ladies, all four living first ladies, have denounced this uh, this policy. This uh, five,
0: co- if you count Melania.
1: Oh, that's true. Or does it? Is it four? Let's see. We got Rosalind Carter. Laura Bush has
0: denounced it. Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama Hillary Obama, Clinton, Hillary and, Clinton and, yeah.
1: and and Melania. Yeah, I, I right, would say though. Right.
0: I but, mean, you know, it's whether she's living, I don't know. You know, that's I don't know if Melania Counts is living or... Is that true. living? That's a, In fact, she probably says that every day. Is this living? I,
1: the best. Know. My concern, I mean, my concern is that if she actually came out and did a full-throated opposition to it, mm-hmm. then uh, then her monstrous husband would not be happy.
0: And I think the tweet is uh, telling that yeah. uh, Mr. and Mrs. Trump don't speak to one another. No. And, and because she got assistance, Uh, Melania got assistance uh, with people in her office who have a command of the English language. uh, They've put together a, a very careful statement here that allowed Melania to say what was on her mind, that she hates to see the separation and that we need to govern with heart. So she got her message out, but her aides knew well enough to include something that would make her husband happy, even though I don't think Melania really cared about that part. Yeah. So her people, I'm sure, helped her by putting in the part that says, uh, uh, by extending her husband's lie that says, uh, she's calling on Democrats to join Republicans and ending the separations. Well, that's bullshit, because that was Trump and Sessions uh, who did that. A, a different couple. Trump's other wife, Jeff, Jeff Sessions, uh, <laughs> you know, responsible for that, that policy. And uh, Democrats had Nothing to do with it. So you know they don't talk uh, to one another. Uh, but she Melania has a staff that guided mm-hmm. her into a statement that allowed her to say what was on her mind, uh, give a poke to Trump with uh, the hating of the separations, and that we need to govern with heart. Uh, but then also including the part about uh, you know Democrats need to help fix this.
1: Well, you know uh, you mentioned uh, Jeff Sessions. He, of course, has defined why they're engaging in this policy right now. But child snatching policy he defined it today he said that we're doing it so we can get funding for the goddamn wall and of course you know that should infuriate every living human being on this planet at the same time, uh, I wanted to mention one of John Oliver's jokes from his show Sunday night. Yes. Says, Jeff Sessions is so small, he can wear a raspberry as a hat. And the <laughs> illustration of Jeff Sessions sitting inside a teacup with a raspberry hat was one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I have ever seen on television, uh, whether it was on John Oliver's show or not. It was just so goddamn funny y- and so you appropriate. You know,
0: s- some, some Christians believe that uh, when Satan, when when Satan comes to earth or returns to earth or however that works yeah. that he will be a charming and that he will quote the Bible and yeah. I'm, I'm looking at sessions and I'm looking at those pointed ears and I'm thinking hmm <sighs> could be well that's Maybe it you I know gotta, i'm so they might uh, be onto to something
1: <laughs> i'm so glad you mentioned that because you know kimberly johnson and i have been talking about this for the last couple of days as we've been seeing this uh this this internment camp policy ramp up yes. and i keep saying you know the, the mistake that we're making i think is comparing Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler. I think when fascism comes to the United States, it's not necessarily going to look like Nazi fascism from 1939. There are going to be obviously similarities, but it's going to come in a friendlier face with a Mm. more media friendly. uh, Oh, that's how evil.
0: That's how evil always works. Ask any con man. Uh, That's that's how evil works is you. You have to be charming. Uh, Evil doesn't work if you're not charming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, and that, and that's how they're going to do it. So it's not necessarily going to look like Nazis in, in, in uniforms, you know, goose-stepping right. down I-270. That is not going to happen. So if you're expecting right. something like that to occur you're going to miss it. It's going to slowly creep up on us. We're seeing this now where it's just, they're just putting children into internment camps while their parents are sent off to be prosecuted by the Justice Department. And then that's where everything goes straight to goddamn hell because we don't know what's going to happen to these kids next. There is no process
0: of reuniting them with their right. par- with their parents. And before we get too far away from the evangelicals, yeah. uh, that's a poll number that I forgot to mention, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but a wide majority of evangelicals support this immigration policy. Yeah. These are the people who wear the bracelets that say, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Yeah. These these same folks who are not asking themselves that question about this issue are the, the strongest supporters of Trump's immigration policy. Mm-hmm. Immigrants have always been considered a greater problem. By evangelicals, if you go back through the polls over the years, evangelicals have always been suspicious of immigrants. So there's your religion. <laughs> y- yeah,
1: I mean yeah. The, the religion only extends as far as well. As it doesn't, you it doesn't want speak, it to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't extend nearly as far as their bigotry does, and their bigotry right. is actually fed by their religion. It's not the other way around. They
0: they, they try. You know that the passage that uh, Sessions cited uh, has been used by Nazis. It's been used by slave owners to justify mm-hmm. what they did. Uh, it's been used at various times in our history, and none of them, none of them were pretty times. No. This quote never gets dragged out until some crap like this happens.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. And uh oh, yeah. You know what I wanted to mention too, Buzz? This could actually be some good news because Good. And this this comes to us from uh from John Kelly and uh politico this is a little beast, a little tiny bit of information that was buried in a in a larger story yeah. and uh, and this may provide some hope in all of this and It says here sure. in his political article while while John Kelly himself once believed he stood between Trump and the chaos, much like we uh-huh. were witnessing today, uh-huh. he has told at least one person close to him that he may as well let the president do what he wants, even if it leads to impeachment at least this chapter of American history would come to a close. (laughs) That is an actual bit of information reported from the White House.
0: Yeah, well, you know, and we've heard many times that he wanted to quit and stuff, but if John Kelly really cared, he would help us bring this administration to a close. And if anybody can do it, I'll bet he's the guy.
1: Yeah, and, and as evil and as awful as he is, and as much as he has been enabling Donald Trump, I think that he is... Still there through all of these controversies that he's been directly linked to, if not the <laughs> central figure in.
0: I saw a quote from him the other day. He called it a miserable job.
1: They yeah, I mean, he,
0: miserable. That's that's <laughs> that's the kind of day you think you had a bad day. Imagine being John Kelly and having to deal with that stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, and he's he's talked about quitting for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I I think, like I said, if he really cared, he could help speed things along.
1: And the really important. Thing right now, Buzz, is I think my computer has finally updated and restarted. So I think, can you hear this? Can you hear this? Yes,
0: I'd like to hear. Oh, thank you, thank you. There, thank all you. right. Our these studio audience is back. Was, thank you. I, these are the people I was thanking for applause that I couldn't hear at the beginning of the program. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah. See, what happened was I turned on my uh, one of my laptops here that I use all my sounds on, right? Uh-huh. And it, and I got that thing from Windows 10 saying, "Oh, by the way, we're going to start updating your computer now. This is going to take a while. It even yeah. mentions that it's going to take a while. And right. Of course, just
0: to torture you further. Yeah.
1: So as we've been doing the show, I've been looking down at this computer. <laughs> (laughs) as it's slowly cranking through Yeah. And I've just been radically flipping at the bird every chance I I get. Well, okay, good. Now,
0: uh, I want to hear thunder.
1: Well, yeah, that's right. Well, you know what else? You know what we can hear? What's better, almost better than thunder right now is the sound of Senator Mazie Hirono Letting the Republicans absolutely have it. This is one of my favorite clips of the past couple of weeks.
0: Give her the floor.
1: Here is the senator from my former home state of Hawaii, Maisie Hirono, yesterday. okay,
2: We're all concerned about what's going on with the uh, literally tearing apart of families on our borders. So there's no depth of cruelty or lows that this administration would go in their attack against immigrants. And frankly, as an immigrant myself, you know, I know full well the history of immigrants to this country and from the native peoples who were here, immigrants really made this country. People who come here to have a start at a new life. And that's what happened to me when I was eight years old. So I'm very aware of the challenges that immigrants face and these continual attacks by the president. You know what? They amount to cruelty. And frankly, you know, I'd like, I would love for this nation to have a fresh start. I had an earlier call for the president to resign. I would welcome the resignation of all those in this administration who have lied for the president. What would
1: your message be to your Republican colleagues in the Senate who have said that they oppose the idea of separating children from their their parents? Many
2: more of them should speak up. And, you know, I hate to call them uh, what they are exemplifying, like gutless wonders. They need to step up and act like decent Americans who understand the history of our country and the role that immigrants have played. Not to mention, this is a party that continues to talk about how family unity and and all of that is so important. The word hypocrisy doesn't even begin to describe the fact that more of them have not come forward and spoken out against this very cruel, unnecessary decision by the administration to rip apart these families.
1: Gutless wonders wonders. Thank you to Bravo. Maisie Hirono Jim. for saying what has to be said. And that's how you do it, Democrats. That's yep. how you behave to these sons of bitches. You don't yep. pander. You don't capitulate. You just let them have it. And you know what? More people are going to respect you for it. If you take a stand, because guess what? The Democrats, they have reality. They have the truth and they have facts on their side. Whereas yeah. and, all the Republicans and- have is Trump.
0: Those things you've just made a very important point, I want to help you underscore if I can. Uh, having those facts and having that truth is vitally important, yeah, but they do you no good if you allow yourself to be bullied right and if there's one thing I've learned, and it took me a lifetime to learn it, it really did, but most mm-hmm. a lot of kids learned it on the playground as kids I didn't learn it until much, much later in life. Yeah. The way to stop a bully is to stand up to a bully,
1: there you go, absolutely, and so
0: what you're saying, and correctly so is it's time for the democrats to do what she just did and that is stand up and stand up to the bullies.
1: Okay, and one of the ways you can do that, well we actually have a solution for you to stand up <laughs> well, to one of the one of the bullies and we're going to we're going to talk about that. It's the bully is Paul Manafort. We're going to talk about that in just a second uh, one last break back with more show after this
2: at the racetrack is a blast! High five! Whoa, man, uh, you can put your arm down now. What, you gonna leave me hanging? Come on, bring it in for a hug. Uh, that's okay, man. We're cool. Why, what's the matter? We're all buds, man. Uh, well, I, I hate to tell you, but I think you need to take a pit stop. What? I'm not driving a race car, man. No, Pit Stop. It's, uh, well, an all-natural deodorant that'll keep your pits from uh, being the pits. Oh, no. My pits are the pits. Hey, don't worry, man. Luckily, my pals over at Bubble Genius have you covered. They've created all-natural stuff to help with summer stank. Everything from Pit Stop deodorant to cooling facial mists the talc-free body powders that leave you soft, not sweaty. Hey, cool. You said it. Bubble Genius keeps you cool all summer long. (laughs) BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska.
0: This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by Bubblegenius.com.
1: My sounds still aren't perfect yet, but uh, what can I say? I'm doing this on the fly with my goddamn computers. I, I use three computers for the show and We'll do it a lot! Such a pain in the ass. Uh, okay, oh by the way, please uh, go and sign up at our Patreon page and support the show. Uh, you'll get all kinds of uh, great bonus content for your support. You can sign up at $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month. And uh, and all kinds of great uh, bonus materials go along with each one of those levels. Thank you for doing that. Oh, by the way, you can find it through com. Just click the all caps Patreon link just beneath the logo. All right, while you're doing that, well, go, go and do that first. Go and support the show at Patreon first. But then you can go and <laughs> you, you too, can be the guy with the giant trader sign <laughs> relentlessly trolling Paul Manafort for the low, low price of $1.99. And I will tell you how that exactly works. All right, so you can leave a voicemail message for Paul Manafort <laughs> while he's in jail. And I have called this number, and I didn't leave a voicemail message, but I got all the way up to the point where you can leave a voicemail message. Paul Manafort is right now in jail in a place called Northern Neck Regional Jail. It is in Warsaw, Virginia. It is way down somewhere down off the panhandle down there, way down there somewhere. It's far away. It's not in Washington, D.C. It's not even in Northern Virginia. It's way out in the boonies somewhere. Northern Neck Regional Jail, Warsaw, Virginia. Here's the phone number, because I always like doing shit like this. I found the phone number. (laughs) Write this down. Write this down. The phone number for the Northern Neck Regional Jail is 804-333. 6419. Again, 804-333-6419. If you need to write it down, you can rewind the podcast a little mm-hmm. bit and get the number again. Once you're into that number, once you dial that number, choose option one and then choose option four. Mm-hmm. You can leave voicemail messages for any inmate in that prison for the low, low price of a $1.99 per message with right. a minimum length... <laughs> You would think they would have a maximum length, but there is actually uh-huh. a minimum length for the voicemail messages
0: of 45 seconds. Oh, so have your script ready. Have your, have your, uh, Paul, this is your tailor. Uh, your suits are ready. <laughs> 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 right, you're gonna need more. You're gonna need more than that. But you know, first of all, he's gonna skip or delete uh, these messages as soon as he figures out what they are. Maybe. Unless you can lead him, unless you can lead him down the primrose path yeah. successfully. Uh, so you're doing this mainly to make yourself feel better. Right. But go ahead. It's it's fine. It's your chance to speak up against a guy who, uh, for all intents and purposes, is a traitor. Here we go.
1: Blah 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 blah. You get to 45 seconds, and suddenly you go
0: traitor. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just do the
1: trader guy sign, or, or, you, or you,
0: or you say, "Paul, uh, this is Rob Williamson," <laughs> uh, you know, or something like that, you know. Right. I'm calling from Duke Zeberts. Yeah.
1: Make uh, sure okay. to come up with a really lame pseudonym for yourself,
0: <laughs> like I do. But no, you're right. Yeah. You lead him down the Primrose path for like 40 seconds and then deliver your punchline. That exactly would be, right. That could be a lot of fun for you and for him. And, you know, he's likely bored. As I understand it, there's a VIP wing of that prison. Yeah. And currently, he's the only prisoner in that wing. <laughs> uh, so he's got the whole thing to himself. Now, it's not a cush Live, it's not a, a country club by any means. It's it, it it's miserable to Paul Manafort on a relative scale, if that means anything to you. Yeah. Uh, he gets up. He has. Uh, it's early rise. You got to get up early. That's part of the deal. Uh, you have breakfast, and then you either work or take classes all day, and then you're allowed in the evening. You get dinner and some TV time, wow. and then li- lights out by a certain time. And then the next day, repeat over and over again, and uh, this guy may never see the light of day again. He may have been on the outside for the, fir- for the last time in his entire life, at age 69. The charges he's facing, even with lighter sentences on some of these things, unless he talks, uh, even with lighter sentences, he will be in prison for the rest of his life. Goodbye. Yep. They took his tie and his belt and said goodbye, Paul. Yeah, I
1: and mean, remember he has pled not guilty, which is mm. not something the court wants to hear. It's certainly right. not what uh- Robert Mueller and his team of prosecutors want to hear, certainly not what the Eastern District of Virginia prosecutors want to hear either. Right. They want to hear, oh yeah, you know what, I'm going to plead guilty, I'm going to cooperate, and then I'm going to hand them Donald Trump. That's what they- So what's
0: the play here? Is he waiting for a pardon? Does he think his defense will be so stellar he's going to get off? What's Paul Manafort thinking by refusing to talk and agreeing to go to jail? I
1: think he is—he's uh, waiting for Donald Trump to pardon him. I think that somehow, mm. some way, they've gotten a message to Paul Manafort to, you know, to keep the faith. Keep the faith, Bob. Right. To keep the faith. So uh, Paul Manafort is keeping the faith. Paul Manafort is doing what he has well. to do to uh, to get to that point. But you know, there's always a chance that he is gambling. I mean, there's always yeah. a chance that Stay he's tuned. yeah that he's assuming that Donald Trump is going to pardon him when and would. Donald Trump may have no intention whatsoever of pardoning Paul. Yeah, Malibu.
0: we don't know. We we really don't know. And then there's Cohen, yeah. and and you're talking about sending messages. They don't have to find a back channel to send messages. They can do it publicly. Uh, it it leaked this week or was reported in this past week that Cohen is a, has told family members and friends that he's thinking about flipping. Now, what is what's he doing there? <laughs> he's getting the word out that he's thinking about flipping. So if anybody wants to pardon me, they could do it now. That's right. Uh, that's that's the message he's sending. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've forgotten now what, I'd have to look it up what, what Trump's response was or how Trump responded to this, but they, it's as if they are sending messages back and forth, and uh, it'll be interesting to see who, if anybody, gets pardons out of this. He well, certainly, Trump certainly teased us uh, about it with the other pardons.
1: We did get word last week that uh, that the Trump administration, or the, the, certainly the Trump communications shop, is going to start smearing Michael Cohen, distancing Trump from Michael Cohen by uh-huh. th- by throwing him under the bus prematurely and saying that, well, you know what, if he does flip, he's full of shit and we don't have anything to do with him. I mean, he's not really yeah, he was never well, connected a- to the campaign.
0: That's a miscalculation. Somebody, yeah. somebody said, uh, I saw somebody on social media said, no wonder Trump's up all night. He has so many coffee boys. Uh, <laughs> and and there's, there's some truth in that. But yeah. uh, Cohen uh, is telling friends and family, according to this report, that uh, he hasn't heard from the Trump administration, uh, that he's been shut out by Trump and his people. Oh, After amazing. all those years of dedicated service, remember, this is the guy who said he would take a bullet for Donald Trump. Jesus and now right. he, can't, he can't get a phone call from donald trump yeah uh, and so yeah i mean if you were in that position and you were about to kiss your wife and your two daughters goodbye uh i think you might be willing to talk at that point so i wouldn't be surprised if if he in fact does flip i it's, it's, uh, where we began i still don't understand the deal with manafort uh we'll just have to wait and see
1: with michael cohen i don't know if you were on the show last week when i said this buzz maybe i said it on thursday but uh, it bears repeating that michael cohen is like that kid when you were in grade school and you would kick the soccer ball into the pricker bush, Michael Cohen's the kid who has to go into the pricker bush and retrieve the ball. We say Oh yeah. Right. No, no one wants to go and, and get the ball out of the pricker bush. So let's send Michael Cohen in. And, Says who? Right. And then he has to go and, in and, go and does
0: it. and does it happily until we have the birthday party and don't invite him.
1: That's right. You know. Right.
0: I mean, that's exactly that's that's what we're talking about here. This all of this, all of this, the entire Trump administration can be explained in playground terminology.
1: <laughs> it really can. And you know what? I've been doing it for quite some time now because that's his level. That's right where he's playing. And you know what? He's been able to uh, worm his way through the real estate market in New York City and expand out into places like Russia and the Middle East and so on, uh, certainly into uh, the Far East. But at the same time, He really doesn't know jack shit. He doesn't know anything about anything. I mean, his level of deal making right now is basically two things. It's basically, well, make shit up about what I negotiated. Mm -hmm. And two, uh, if people call me into question for the shit that I've made up, make up more shit. Right.
0: (laughs) That's his whole process. Lie upon lie.
1: Yeah. 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 And that's been his process with Kim Jong un. I'm just, he's the greatest person in the world. That's what I don't grasp is why he's. So busily kissing ass to Kim Jong Un, and now real estate, and and yeah, and, and then of course he's doing the same with President Xi as well. Yeah. Speaking of John Oliver, we found out the other day that uh, that uh, President Xi has banned saying that President Xi looks like
0: Winnie the Pooh. All photos, all pictures, all illustrations of yeah. Winnie the Pooh are banned in China because of the comparisons uh, because, between them. Yeah,
1: because he looks like looks like Winnie the Pooh. President Xi, who loves his chocolate cake from Mar-a-Lago, uh, but yeah, that's a that's a real thing. He's really really offended, and you know what? That is something that I would not be shocked if Donald Trump did here. If Donald Trump signs some sort of executive order, of course it would be non-binding, or he could order the Justice Department to begin prosecuting anyone who compares Donald Trump to uh, Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Hello, guilty. Uh, or any number of other people. Mussolini, I think, is another one that goes around. Any sort of uh, negative yeah, comparisons. Yeah, we, need, so, Bob we need
0: something that that hurts Trump's feelings yeah. to the extent that Winnie the Pooh hurts Xi Jinping's feelings.
1: Okay, so you mentioned earlier the Space Force, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on Space Force, but Space Force is actually—I mean, he's he's actually trying to do this, which is insa- yeah, which is just absolutely insane that he actually wants to make. A Space Force, um, (laughs) despite the fact that the U.S. Air Force already has a division uh, for space, and it is in fact Uh called the Space Force, and we also have something else called NASA. Uh-huh. Both of which are tasked with space missions, space travel, space technology, space exploration, and uh, and to a certain extent, we have a Department of Defense who can easily use any of those uh, any of those uh, departments as something they can weaponize space with. Of course, we haven't done it yet, but this is Donald Trump, and he actually admits to saying, "Oh, I just said it as a joke, and then stopped myself and went." oh, this isn't a bad idea. Maybe we should actually have a Space Force, which, of course, uh, uh, prompted uh, Rocky Mountain Mike to create this. Space.
3: Who knew space was so big? These are the voyages of the Starship Intercourse. It's four-year mission, hopefully four, to seek out new civilizations and to keep them out to build a space wall and make the Venusians <laughs> pay for it. To pay for it out there, Uranus, to boldly and strongly go like the world has never seen. Space, space For!
0: Brought to you by the solar system's premier upscale retreat, Martian Lago.
3: Captain's <laughs> log, I am Captain Bone T Spurs. And as we go through space in my very large ship, a ship that can go through space. <laughs> Our crew encountered something.
0: Captain, sensors are indicating a galactic storm, like the four we encountered before. Those were storms A through D. I'm going to call this one Storm E.
3: Oh, uh, no. Can you talk to it, Lieutenant Yehu?
2: I opened up the hailing frequencies. Evidently, nobody's answering. I tried Channel 9, then I tried Channel 5, <laughs> but I gave up. Now I'm gonna have a moon pie.
3: Do you think we could pay the storm off? That is most illogical, Captain. Okay, slow down.
1: On impulse power.
3: Stormy sure has very large
1: moons. That is one of the tackiest storms we've encountered.
3: Kelly, if I'm gonna win, we have to be able to beat full subpoena power. I bypassed the toilet feed with a dilithium crystal mess, but I cannot guarantee that she'll hold. I think we should just grab this, Stormy. If you do that, Captain, she's gonna blow. You say that, like it's a bad thing. Oh my. Come on, who's with me? I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Live long. Bonespur. Well, it looks like it's just you and me, Vladov. Everyone else left. I was going to put polonium in their soup anyway. Uh-huh. Now let me tell you about what I want you to do for the next mission. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: this has been
1: <laughs> Space! Space All right.
0: I love that. Nicely He's done. Rock out, yeah. Mike. All an right. excellent, excellent, excellent bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, and the Pentagon has, we have five branches of government now, and the mm. Pentagon has five sides. Yeah. We're going to have to, what, build a wing and make a queue out of it? Okay. What What happens <laughs> now?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. see. Now, going right from something that was utterly hilarious to something that is really deeply disturbing, Donald Trump said today uh, during a speech he delivered to uh, an organization called Enfin, Fib, which is an appropriate organization for him to be meeting with NFIB. fib. Uh-huh. Uh, he said here, uh, I don't want children taken away from parents. And when you right. prosecute the parents for coming in illegally, which should happen, you have to take the children away. That is, well, that makes no sense. Nope.
0: Nothing. It does. If, if you're a Trump supporter, you understand that perfectly. Yeah,
1: but the, yeah. For, for those of us on Earth One, we just have no idea what the hell that was. Actually, yeah. wh- what he's saying here is he's kind of defining the shift in the policy between uh, Barack Obama and, a Don- and Donald Trump. What right. he's saying here is that you have to take the parents away when you prosecute him or prosecute them. The problem is, is that we're taking all the parents away to be prosecuted, which, right. is, which is brand new. That's the new policy. Right. So, of course, you're going to have to take all the children away from all of the parents. Well, you got him back when he gets his wall. <laughs> That's right. Well, meanwhile, you know, and, and the cognitive dissonance isn't just in Trump's own statements. The cognitive dissonance occurs within Trump's own administration. And, of course, we have his FBI director, Christopher Wray, standing by uh, Robert Mueller, saying in a congressional hearing yesterday, I do not believe Special Counsel Mueller is on a witch hunt. So where Donald Trump believes one thing is FBI director believes something entirely different. I mean, again, this is a guy who was specifically handpicked by Donald Trump and placed in that role after firing James Comey.
0: I I know you were – a lot of people were skeptical when I said this at first, referencing uh, Nixon's popularity during Watergate. Yeah. One by one, they fell away. (laughs) And one by one, they shall fall away again until the remaining numbers are too small to fight. And uh, as – Trump becomes a political liability. Bob, the trade tariffs alone, uh, the jobs we are going to lose, the money you and I have already lost on our 401ks this week because of Trump's aggressive trade war against China. Uh, We're all going to be paying more for things. And economists are saying uh, we will see these effects immediately. uh, Very, very, almost immediately, very, very quickly. We're going to see the higher prices prices and the jobs lost and the lack of available products and the falling 401ks as a result of Trump's trade war and then there's the kidnapping of children and then you know and on, on, you keep piling these things on there are are things that Republicans cannot and will not support uh, at a certain point and one by one they are falling away and now sometimes in twos and threes and fours and fives at a time falling away from some of these things this is how the end began with Nixon this is how the end begins for Trump
1: yeah the Dow I mean we actually kind of buried this uh the Dow is down 278 points today on it was down uh,
0: more than 300 earlier today I think down 325
1: and it was down again yesterday so uh so yeah so and this is all in reaction to uh Trump going to war against Winnie the Pooh (laughs) <laughs> Jiian pig is Winnie the Pooh, uh, and donald Trump is uh, is of course signing more tariffs against China. The trade war continues and and of course is decimating uh, the people who support Donald Trump the most, which is uh, I-
0: I would love to run book in Vegas, if I knew anything about that, yeah. about what's going to get him first. Will it be uh, the higher prices or the lost jobs or uh, the snatching of children uh, what, what or, or uh, something Mueller's done? Or will it be Stormy Daniels or will it be the New York Attorney General's lawsuit against the Trump Foundation? Which of these things will bring him down first? I'd love to know the money odds. On each of these possibilities, and I'm sure there are others I haven't mentioned.
1: Well, I think if you were to go back in time a couple of years, Buzz, and say, "Yeah, Donald Trump's going to win," and eventually Donald Trump is going to be throwing immigrant children into internment camps, you would think, "Well, that would be that would do it, right? Wouldn't that trigger an impeachment?" I think. I think the Republicans would say, "No more, none of this. Why is Trump doing this? Why is Trump uh, torturing children and committing crimes against humanity? Maybe we should get rid of him." But of course, that isn't happening either. They're just they're letting all of that happen. So, but but I I will tell you this: I think it is an event not unlike the one that we're seeing right now with these internment camps that will eventually get Donald Trump. Eventually, Uh there will be Uh, a bridge too far. And and remember,
0: as far as a a topic of public debate, uh, this. child snatching stories only about 4 or 5 days old at this yeah. point. Uh it would be expecting a lot to expect uh, to see everything flip that quickly. We like I said, we're already seeing them fall by ones and fives. Mm-hmm. Uh the Republicans fall away and I think Trump supporters I'm eager to see. I I I want to reference uh, another poll I saw that, that said Trump's popularity was down. Bob, uh, Trump's popularity is going to drop when prices go up. Trump's popularity with voters is going to drop Immediately, because of this uh, child snatching thing, yeah, Uh, he's going to pay for these things, and Congress can't save him. And when he can no longer save Congress, they're going to stop protecting him, and then you'll see uh, Republican support fall away in much larger. Chunks.
1: Well, normally, this is the segment of the show, Buzz, in which I, I start to become <laughs> Debbie Downer, and I start to g- complain and whine and bitch yes. about the poll numbers and Donald Trump's uh-huh. rising poll numbers. Well, in this case, what we're looking at right now, as far as Donald Trump's polling, is ultimately the reaction to the North Korea summit meeting. Right. So of course the average rank and file American voter is going to see that and go, eh, "That's pretty good." And as uh, like a good uh, thing. Yeah, yeah as we both observed that a lot of these poll reactions, when when people are asked questions by pollsters, they're mainly reacting to events that they're seeing in the news. Like, okay, right. well, I approve of this event. This event doesn't shock me or disturb me, so I think that's okay. So they look at Donald Trump sitting down and talking with North Korea, and we can we can discuss all of the reasons why it was a bad idea. But nevertheless, right. voters it
0: seemed it, appearances is it's a good thing.
1: Yeah, and voters are good. Right, voters are seeing it through that lens. So right. his numbers however, uh, have gone up a little bit since then. And, and, and of course, this would be the window when we start to see the reaction to North Korea, which happened a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. He's at about 43% average approval, according to RCP. Mm -hmm. 43.7 approve. 51.3 disapprove. That's the best he's going to do. That is his glass ceiling right now. And what's going to happen is as soon as this... As soon as the uh, window of time moves into the future and we're seeing the reaction about the child-snatching policy, Mm -hmm. uh, copyright Buzz Burbank 2018, uh, (laughs) we we will begin to see those numbers crash and burn. If his high watermark is 43.7 after the North Mm -hmm. Korea summit, his low watermark is going to easily be... I'm going to go out on a limb and say, in the 30s, maybe mid-30s, maybe even lower than that. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. uh, Again, we're talking about kids here, and we're not talking about adults. We're not talking about foreign leaders. We're not talking about tariffs or obscure things that require explanation or some sort of expertise in in, uh, foreign policy or immigration policy. We're talking about children.
0: Yeah, and when you mess with the kids, uh, you've pissed people off. and. When you compound that by messing with their paychecks, as these tariffs are going to do with higher prices very quickly, there's a price to be paid for that and by gosh, he's gonna pay it.
1: Yep, absolutely. So we've got lots more to talk about coming up with the postmortem show. You can hear the postmortem show at our Patreon page. You don't wanna miss it because lots of lots of good stuff that we talk about normally or that we have scheduled for the free show. We never have time to get to all of it, so we have to shove it right over into the post-mortem show. Well, that's what and, we're going to do and next. And we
0: do it nude.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, of course, I'm never wearing pants, so I don't know <laughs> about you, but I'm just I'm sitting here pantsless. And so uh, so that's coming up next, right after the credits roll, as, as we like to say. Uh, and you can hear all of it at our Patreon page by going to bobseska.com and clicking the all-caps Patreon link just beneath the logo. And if you subscribe at $5 per month, Five dollars a month You won't even notice That being withdrawn From your uh, your credit card Or your checking account And then you get to listen To The Postmortem Show You get extra show Twice a week Every Tuesday and Thursday We do the extra little bit Of, uh, of, of gabbing At the end of this show Called The Postmortem And you get to download Both of those things Through the, the Patreon app Or you can sign up Through our RSS feed And include that In your handheld device I don't even know How that works But it frightens And confuses me But you'll figure it out Uh, You can also sign up at the $10 level, and that'll get you the two post-mortem shows plus the after-party on Fridays, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, somehow ends up resorting back to the shape of my genitalia. I'm not sure why, but that ends up coming up quite a bit. Uh, And then at $15 a month, you get all of that stuff plus a commercial-free version of this show. And uh, while you're clicking on things, make sure to go shopping through our Amazon link takes you right to the front page of amazon.com you go shopping as normal and we collect a teeny tiny uh uh commission for some of the things you buy so thank you for doing that thank you for shopping through our amazon link buzz burbank is found at buzzburbank.com and realmnetwork.com or on twitter at, at michael j elston the mark and lowell show is found at realmnetwork.com jody hamilton's at from-the-bunker.com jackie Schecker's at InvestigateRussia.org. Kimberly Johnson's Patreon page and her podcast is patreon.com slash start me up go and support that show David Ferguson's at facebook.com slash and Jen Kirkman's tour dates can be found at jenkirkman.com all right that was it I didn't even say goodbye so goodbye <laughs> <laughs>